get my last goodbyes in to everybody? Have I said my made my peace, you know, with God? Have I, you know, confessed everything? And you know, it's, it's whatever it's out on the table now. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm I'm ready to now, you know, just and, and it was at that point that literally within three weeks he just started shutting down and then just passed away. And wow. it was yeah, wow. and so yep, that was kind of it. So up somewhere in between. So yeah, it was like uh, from. Yeah, so the 29th of December. So um, it seemed almost like an appropriate <clears throat> time to depart first. You know, the last, you know, last, the last, yeah, last few days. Yeah, the last few days of 2021. Yeah. Well, you saw Betty White died on New Year's Eve. That's right. Yeah. It was funny. I was, I was like, um, <clears throat> I was kind of ribbing mom saying, yeah, he's probably hanging out with Betty White right now. You know. It's like he's he's already moved on to another woman, Mom. Sorry, you know. Aww. Aww. Yeah. So anyway, well, I'm glad uh, you're doing it. I I just hit the conference to do coffee talk. Yeah. You want to try it? Let's give it a go if you want to. Sure. I know. <laughs> I we won't probably be able to air it today because I got oh, a, that's okay. Yeah. I got for, but we can at least. Um, record it. We I mean so you so they can. So uh, why don't okay. you uh, get? Yep. How do we do this? I'll catch up with me on the show and um, sure. talk about healing your soul with God, sure. healing your mind with your soul, and healing your yep. body with your mind. That's right. Perfect. Okay. Do you send me a link like last time, or do you just stay on the phone and hit record? No, I just hit it record already. So oh, it's recording right now. Oh, we're recording all the time. Okay, very good. Okay, no, not all the right, whole time. Ahead. Not the whole time. Not the whole time. I just recorded, oh, okay. and then okay, I'm going to end. Good. Sure. Okay. Yeah, Ready? Yep. Let's do it. Can you hear me? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Good morning, everyone. You are listening to Coffee Talk with Samantha and Paul. I'm Samantha Gross. I got my co-host Paul Oppenheim. Back on the line with me for the new year, January 22. Happy New Year, Paul. Yeah, almost you, February. Almost, yeah, Happy New Year. Almost out of, we're running, rapidly running out of January, it seems, too. Yeah, I'm rapidly out of January. And come February, I turn 41. Can you believe that? Oh, boy. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. I was singing that song in my head by Taylor Swift today, that song yeah. called 22. And yeah. actually, I'm going to sing, I don't know about you, but I'm not 22. <laughs> No, it's like our our minds still have a tendency to think we're somewhere in our twenties, and then our yes, our, our yeah, minds still yeah. act like we're in our twenties, but our body starts feeling like uh no no so yeah, that we're not in our twenties. Yeah, they they kind of start getting into conflict with our brains, and yeah, they just yeah, my body and brain don't seem to get along these days. Seems oh, mine neither. Mine neither. What brings us on into our coffee talk today, Paul? Right. Today, everyone, we're talking about healing today. I know for me, I know I need to heal in some areas in my life. Like my soul needs to be healed by God. My mind needs to be healed of different things. My body, my body is just like you have a broken ankle. You still try to run on me and we need to heal. (laughs) So I I want to start by saying let's go into with the soul and God. Everything that can be helped or healed starts with God. You've got to have God in your life to have healing in your life. 
Would like, you agree, yeah, Paul? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, I, I believe so. I mean, go ahead. What would you say is the number one way to have soul healing? Well, I think the first thing is uh, you first have to realize that you have that you need to be healed in the first place. You need to need. You have to, <coughs> at, at, at least yes. for me. Because a, a lot of times, <coughs> excuse me, when you are in a uh, the, the state that you're in, you sometimes don't realize that you are in need of healing. Uh, it could be a, anything, whether it's you know, and, and just whatever your predicament might be. It might not be apparent to you that you are in a, a, a state of disarray. Uh, a, a lot of times uh, you kind of go what I kind of go down the down the dark spiral, and it's a slow motion process. And it almost needs sometimes it almost needs you to the only way to, to, to shake you out of it is you almost have to have someone else kind of point out your error, if you want to call it that, in the sense of having someone say, hey, you know, you used to be like this, and now you're like this. You know, what's happened? And you might fight, fight back and say, well, there's nothing wrong. I'm just doing this. But then there might be the realization, like, you know what, I, I am in trouble. And so then, for me, it's like the next thing is, okay, now you have to cry out for help. Right, because right. At least, yeah, because it's like, and so, first of all, for me, it's like, again, it's First, you have to realize that you're in need of healing. And a lot of us, many of us, never even reach that stage in life or, or in our, in our, in our, in our life. We just continue on down until the point where it, it is too late and uh, we've reached the point of almost like no return where there's or, ever, ever healing. Yeah. Like what I learned when I worked in mental health, a lot of people, they didn't want the help. You have to want the help, too. That's Exactly. Because a lot of a lot of my clients, they didn't want to be helped. And right. how can you help heal somebody's mind um, besides pray, praying for them if they don't want people, the help? They keep going uh, on doing it. Yes. And even if they kind of sort of realize that they need help, again, they yeah. kind of don't really want it. Some people yeah. sometimes... Yeah. It, 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 uh, I know if it's some sort of a neurotic pleasure or whatever, but uh, they uh, seem to like to wallow in their misery. Yes, and then sometimes people that are miserable, you know what the, that old saying, misery loves company, they like right. to drag the other people into it. That's right, yes. You know, and... That is right. because that is a destructive person that is in misery, that doesn't want help, dragging somebody else into their own misery is very toxic. Exactly. It uh, is very that, toxic. And that's when right. you got to back away from that person and pray for them in love. You love them from a distance. Uh, yeah, sometimes it's the best you can do because uh, up, up close and too personal and they just pull you right on down into their... their Miserable plot, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I hear you. And so, so I found... I, I think for me, that's the... Oh, yep. No, go ahead, Paul. Oh, no, no. Okay, well, I was just saying, that, that was kind of it, though. It was, uh, how do I begin the healing process? First of all, it's realizing that I need to be healed, and then I cry out for help. And then you just kind of wait, you know, and... Um, you know, it's like it's it's been stated over again. You know, God already knows what you want before you even ask it. Yeah. You know, he's he's God. You know, so um, 
and then someone might then ask the question, well, then why on earth does God, if God already knows what you need or whatever, <clears throat> why why is he making you go through this? Why doesn't he just fix up the problem? And I, I think part of the reason for our growing and maturing spiritually is he wants us to cry out to him. It's a part you of... You have to speak, uh, not he Right. It, it's like um, he provides you the means to ask for him, but he, he desires for you to desire him. Exactly. If he spent all of his time just healing us, and he probably does uh, on other levels that we're not even aware of. But oh, yeah. If he, oh, yeah. All, if, he, if he healed us on all, all of our elements, would we even recognize or even care that God exists? And a lot of people still don't care if he decided to just don't. But I'd imagine as a, a loving entity that uh, created things out of love, that <clears throat> I would hope that my creation would also reciprocate that love. Yes. And, and shine part of what allow, uh, allows that reciprocation to take place is uh, a need. And, a need? Uh, a, 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 a need, yeah, like yeah. Uh, on our part, where we we need to reach out back to uh, a, a loving father. Yes, yes. And, and what? That was it. That, that was, that was oh, kind of okay. like uh, my, my two cents of that's your what I go through when my formula is this when it comes to healing first you got to start with your soul right yep. you have to heal your soul by crying out to God kind of like what you're saying but you got to heal your soul by getting in check with God and going yep. through the process becoming born again finding the father just calling out to your maker, calling out to God. Then, once your soul's healed, you can get your mind healed. Because the mind and the soul connect, the battlefield of the mind versus the soul, they connect. And if they're on the same level, if your soul is healed, you can get your mind healed because your soul's feeling clearly. You can hear the words of God. You can... Read the Bible, read what the Bible says for your mind, read positive influence entities. And that way your mind starts feeling positive, you start finding help with the Word of God, and you see that the medical professionals, sometimes people require medical professionals um, for the mind, and you see that they're there to help. God has placed them there to help you with the medicines, with whatever with just getting positive, re coming out of depression, seeing the light. So then I right. feel once your mind, soul is healing, you can get in track with your body. Because right, right. The, the power of the mind, if the mind is not healed, your body can't heal. Because yeah. you're not doing anything productive with the body, with your mind. Say you're in depression all the time. And you're not trying to get heal, help or healing. You're just laying around and you're just gaining that weight. You can't help it, but you got to heal the mind to heal the body. So mind the whole thing, it starts with God and it ends with body. Yeah. <laughs> that's how, that's how I look at healing. Yeah, pretty much. 
going to the mind right. and then finally going to the body. Because and the body, as we know, yeah. the body is just a shell. The body's a right. shell, a temple of the Holy Spirit, a temple of your soul. Your body is what God formed to help you along your journey on earth back to heaven. Right. The, uh, but in all this process, though, the, the difficult thing, and, and this is something that we're never really taught, per se, discipline from start to discipline. finish. Discipline. You have to be disciplined. You have to be disciplined yeah. for your soul. Yeah. You have yeah. to know. Yeah. Right. You have to be disciplined in your mind. You have to know your triggers. You have to be right. able to take whatever to help your mind. And when it comes yep. to the body, you have to be disciplined on stuffing your face with food, um, drinking water, right. working out, what yep. you're wearing. It's all about discipline, too. You're right, Paul. That is, let's dig farther yeah. into that. Let's go farther into that. Everything in life it requires discipline. You know, when you raise a kid, a child, you raise kids, I'm raising children, and it does go back all to the discipline. I'm learning this. I'm more lenient. I've been more lenient in the past with my kids, and it's coming uh-huh. back to bite me in the you-know-what. Oh, yeah. It, it's biting me, especially now that my son turns 15 on my birthday in a couple of weeks. Right. It's biting me. He's, he's getting mouthy. And yes, yep. he has disabilities. Yes, he has the autism and the disabilities. But still, had I been more disciplined and firm with him, I believe things would have been a little bit different. <clears throat> yeah, uh, that's something that needs to be tackled very, very early on. Um, yes, we, yes. Yeah. Oh, you know, I'm a single parent. I don't know. I don't have the father figure in the house and all that good stuff. But it comes back, you've got to be disciplined with yourself. You've got to discipline well, that, yourself. Right. God right. disciplines you, too. Now, that, that, that's, that's my problem. You go that, on. Tell me what you feel, right. Paul. So, yeah, start, starting with the, the discipline as a child, you probably, I don't know anybody who likes to be disciplined. And, right. <laughs> and especially from a parent, you're, 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 you're getting lectures and scoldings and all that, and nobody wants that. From however, teachers, it shape, it, yeah. Right. However, it, however, in hindsight, hopefully, it was meant. Hopefully, it was meant for our own protection and uh, for our education as well. But also, if you were able to eventually accept, I guess, some of that discipline, looking yes. back, it will help you in shaping your own self-discipline. Because yeah. Let's let's face it. We are a very lazy species. I think uh, it's yes. innate for us to wish to take a path of least resistance, if any path at all. Uh, you know, it, and especially now that we live in a time where luxuries are all all, all around us, uh, that contributes yes. to the problem. Yes. I mean. Yes. I mean, what's about what, you go back two hundred, three hundred years ago, and. Um, you know, there was, it wasn't even a matter of self-discipline. If you wanted food or something like that, you had to hunt for it or you had to, you know, harvest it. You know, you had to... You had to you work your way for it. Yeah. Yeah, you had, to hunt, you had to hunt it or pick it or you just won't survive. I mean, it was literally survival then. So it was never a matter of self-discipline. It was like, 
dude, if I don't get my butt out of bed, I'm going to die. Right, right. <laughs> you know? Right. You know, whereas now, whereas now uh, it, it, it's a huge task to get out of bed and make it to the refrigerator. <laughs> yes, yes, to get out of bed, get your clothes on, not look like a lazy bum, yes. You know, and it, it, it's things like that where unfortunate that's the unfortunate side of having these luxuries is that it contributes to the problem of not being able to self-discipline. Right, right. Like, for example, I remember I was talking to a friend of mine, and I said right. to him, we're talking about recliners. And sure. I said, I said, yeah, I said, he was having an office chair delivered to his house. And I said, oh, is that a recliner? And he said, that was a recliner. All I would do is sleep and not work. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I call that's the, uh, the problem, or, yep. because it, it's the, the lazy set, because right. that's what we know in society. Everything has become luxurized. Exactly. I mean, it was, there was almost, uh, when I was growing up in, in high school, whatever, uh, I used to watch Seinfeld a lot, and I remember there was an episode with George Costanza, and he found he finds like the perfect lounge chair and it has like a yeah. built-in refrigerator and everything and I'm like oh my gosh you know it's like everything is like like the best is like the, the ultimate man cave chair but it's like the ultimate excuse of laziness <laughs> like it's I never have to get out of my I never have to leave my chair and that's where I think if someone wants help and wants to be healed on all levels of the body mind soul spirit I think right. they have to get out of the lazy mindset Right. Because if you're if you're feeling lazy, you know you're just not going to do it. And that's the thing. Also, is that's also the problem with because of these luxuries that get and that it helps that these are taking away your ability to master self-discipline. If you want to call that mastering, uh, it right. also it also hinders your ability to realize that you're in trouble. Hence, crying out to God in the first place, saying, my soul needs healing. <laughs> because I was like, you're like, eh. And so you just fall into that slop. Yes, yes, you're falling into the slop of laziness. Yeah, right. And uh, it's dangerous. Yeah, it is, because that's when the whole body goes, the body shuts down, the mind right. starts shutting down, the soul starts yeah. shutting down, you weigh right. 400 pounds, and right. it yep. You're just, you're just, and that's why you're right. like, like the sloth, like you just said right. in the Bible. God says, "Do not be like the sloth. Do not be slow yeah. and lazy." Right, because you, you, and and it's, it, and it's saying that not, I, and it sounds like I'm, a. I know it's a saying that not to hurt anybody. God's not trying to hurt anybody. He's just no. saying if you want to be successful on your time on Earth. You have to not be slothish. I right. just said slothish. Well, that, and that's that's the problem. And 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 he's, he's not saying that to scold us. It's, it's, it's and it's beyond just a warning. It's like, dude, this is the truth. You're going to deteriorate. Your muscles will atrophy. Everything about you is just going to come to a screeching halt. And then your body will just like give up. Right. And you you will die. You will. Die. Well done. Yes. <laughs> and 
some people could challenge us, Paul, and say, well, what if you're oh, wheelchair-bound? What if you're wheelchair-bound, right? I know people in wheelchair-bound that have made that had so much determination, so much right. drive, so much willpower, mindset to walk again, they walk again. Yeah. Now, right. there are people that can't walk. I'm not saying that, but even those people, they challenged their minds. There was a famous author, had no legs, had no legs, no arms, no nothing, wrote a book, wrote well, a darn at, book. Well, look, look at Stephen Hawking, for crying out loud. Stephen Hawking, yes. Stephen Hawking, I mean, my God, wheelchair-bound uh, and, and barely audible. I mean, it's completely unintelligible and writes books. Right, you know, right. And, he and writes at, oh my gosh! Yeah. And he writes good you know, books. He writes very you know, powerful books. Right. Yeah, you know, and, and so, and then for those who are, you know, quadriplegic, paraplegic, I, I've I've gone on, uh, I've watched, I've done some investigations with some of these people and everything, and and now that we have some of the tech for prosthetics and such, they'll do their best. To yep. with, with what they what they miss, what they give it and and start walking again or crawling again or whatever it is and even if they don't even if it is if, if they are just simply uh, mostly a torso and a head so be it they I, there's I can't remember there's one gentleman oh it's in he's he, he needs help all the time but it's like he goes for a swim and everything and he, he knows yes. how to float and yes. it takes him an hour to cross the pool but he has a great time and yeah, he, and he's doing it yeah, and it's so there's no excuse. There really right. is and, no excuse laziness. So like, I he admit. Gives, he gives seminars. They'll give seminars yeah. and things, too, to help encourage, you know, today's children, you know, and say, yeah. look, look at me. And this, I'm still doing this stuff. You know, get and out I there. admit, <clears throat> there's times when I feel like I can't organize and I feel like the house is a mess because I can't do it. The more I'm starting to think about it, if I start slow and actually listen to what my mom says and how my mom's trying to show me what to do, if yep. I see that goes back to the help. Like I'm so stubborn and so determined sometimes that even if like say because my mom and I live together, if um, she's trying to show me something, I'm so stubborn and determined. I'm doing it my own way. Yep. And sorry. <laughs> I think that's what gets people in trouble. People can be so stubborn and determined into doing it their own way, they forget God's way. True. And, but God will, <laughs> you know? A lot of times God, God will still give them the space that they need to try to figure Paul? out their own way. Uh, still here. Can you hear me? Paul. Hello, I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me?